So I'm ordained, in case you didn't know. Um, I think I got ordained in like May of 2018. I was like bored one night. And I I was like reading online like all these different fucking celebrities and, you know, world leaders or whatever who were like ordained ministers because they went through this um, this website that's like, oh, like become a minister in like 30 minutes. And we're like, all right, like, all right, cool. I can do that. I got 30 minutes. I got 30 minutes. I'm not fucking doing anything. So I went online, put in like my name, like date of birth, like all this other shit, answered a few questions. And they were like, congratulations, Ian Ortiz. You're now an ordained minister for the state of Virginia. So I'm like, oh, wow. That's like that fucking easy, you know? But like, it wasn't, but I had to like pay for a, uh, so you got like my credentials like delivered to me. Oh, so that's what it really is. That's what it really was. Thirty minutes and a hundred dollars. No, it was like it was like twenty five bucks. Oh, that seems kind of cheap. It was to it, be able to legally marry people yeah. in Virginia. It was like I got like a certificate, like it has my <clears throat> credentials on it and shit. Blank marriage licenses. Um, oh wow! Like a card, like a fucking like driver's license like card that mm-hmm. like has like my name and shit and like go like he's officially you know official. Is that your picture it doesn't have my picture oh okay so i could definitely take it and be like i'm ian ortiz pretty much okay you could um but besides the point so like i've done i've done one marriage and like uh i thought it like he thought it was great and so i was like all right cool you know like maybe i can start making like money off of this shit you know um what was it? Like a few weeks after I had performed the marriage, one of my old coworkers comes up to me and is like, Hey, like I heard you perform this guy's marriage. I'm like, yeah. He was like, well, like, would, would you, can you perform mine? You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, but it's like, you know, it's going to cost you, you know, he's like, yeah, sure. Like what, what will it be? And I was like, Hmm. I was like, give me a bottle of alcohol and 200 bucks. He was like, all right, cool. So what I have in my hands right now is a $200 bottle of alcohol. <laughs> he just put them together. He just put them together. We got some Johnny Walker Blue Label that we are going to drink right now. But anyways, what's up everybody? And welcome back to the Harsh Imaginations Podcast. My name is Ian Ortiz. Today, of all days, is Thanksgiving. And we have a lot to be thankful for. <clears throat> And my guest today, I'm very thankful for because one, he invited me into his home for Thanksgiving dinner. I really wasn't going to do anything today. And then I get a text and he's like, Hey, what are you doing today? I'm like, man, I'm not doing shit. It's like, dude, come over. I'm like, all right, cool. So we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner. It's going to be great. Um, he's been on the show before. You should all know him very well. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Jake Howell. I saw dude. I saw dude. Let's crack this open. Oh, that was like 25 cents right there. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the, the rest of it comes after. Just tell me when to stop. Oh, whatever, whatever you're going to pour, just pour for me as well. There you go. There we go. We'll do a half. Now you're not supposed to, you know, this isn't something you mix or something you shoot. <clears throat> you sip on it. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, this is... It's expensive shit, Jake. Spray it on your eyes. It smells pretty good. Yeah, so. Cheers. Right, cheers. Mmm. 
Yeah? It's not bad. Alright, cool beans. Good shit. What, what would you what would you say is like the I don't know, it's I guess it's kind of weird in a way because I'm not a huge Johnny Walker drinker. Yeah. Like if I do drink whiskey, I drink like your stereotypical Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Just because it's like that's what everyone gets, especially yeah. in the military. It's the easiest to find. It's the easiest label. So it was like Jack Daniels. It's, it's the, the least most known, you know. It's the least expensive. I mean, it can get expensive. I mean, yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, that's like it's the most common. So Johnny Walker's it's a different taste for sure. But every yeah. time I see Johnny Walker, I just think of Four Horsemen, and like I just have bad experiences with Four Horsemen. So. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Anyways, we got a pretty good show for you guys. Um, yeah, you know, so we're kind of gonna, you know, get into a, a few different things. So. Stay tuned. It's going to be fucking great. We're going to be drinking our Waski. Our Waski. Waski. But anyways, so I know we always make fun of this a lot. And I know you you hear it all the fucking time. And this is like one of the things that I always, that I really, really miss about not being in the command anymore. Is that you, Jake Howell, look like Tom Brady. Yes. I I do. So, okay. Well, at first it started like, oh, you look like Tom Brady. And then over time, people said like random stuff. People were like, oh, you look like Hugh Jackman. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Like, (laughs) shut up. No, I don't. And they're like, you look like Channing Tatum. I'm like, okay, I just look like every famous white guy. All right. (laughs) But the two that are most consistent that people point out, and at this point it just looks like I'm a mix of both. Is Tom Brady and Daniel Tosh. Yeah. Those are the two most common <laughs> ones that I get. Yeah. And if you look at them, it's it's definitely true. Like, the parts of me that don't look like Tom Brady look like Daniel Tosh. And, like, I've always had that. But it all started in boot camp. Like, high school and down, it never was a thing. And in boot camp, I, I sat next to this dude. Uh, he wasn't my rack mate, but he was the rack over. He was this cool black dude. And he was just funny as hell. And one day, randomly, he's just like, yo, how it looks like Tom Brady. And then everyone was just like, holy shit, he does. He looks exactly. And I'm like, what? Because like, that's the first I ever heard of it. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, shut the fuck up. But they never let it go. They kept calling me Tom. So, like, all of boot camp, they were calling me Tom to the point where my RDCs were like, oh, Tom Howell. And I was like, my name's not Tom. And they're like, but everyone calls you Tom. I'm like, yeah, they think I look like Tom Brady. And the Marty sees are like, holy shit, you do look like Tom. And I'm like, god damn it. But then I leave boot camp and I'm thinking like, okay, that's in the past. Like, I don't really think like, oh, thank God that's over. But yeah. I'm kind of like, that's in the past, you know, I'm yeah. here, whatever. And then like new people that I just meet even here, like, man, he looks like Tom Brady. And I'm like, god damn it, dude, this shit is never going to leave me. And then Not this dude. command, oh, he looks like Tom Brady. And I'm like, all right, dude, I, I guess I'm just going to embrace it at this point. Yeah, man. You know. I mean, it could be worse. I could look like something way worse like, hey you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sloth from the goonies looking yeah ass, something crazy so i guess i'll take tom brady yeah dude you know i didn't know that tom brady was going to be a navy seal so <laughs> trying to be yeah that's another thing too how uh, jake's trying to uh, get into the seals yeah you know i think we covered it in the episode with watson where yeah he was talking about his butt stories yeah talking about his butt stories but like it like the one we did with the uh, I mean, with Watson, you know, Jameson, mm-hmm. Jimmy John, James. Jew. 
James Earl Watson. <laughs> Jew. <laughs> um, initials is Jew. Yeah, anyway, but I think that was more like his perspective. Yeah. You know, like, what what would you say is, like, what what like what do you do to, like, prepare for it? Like, what are you doing? Um, so, the best advice I've ever been given about preparing for buds is, <clears throat> to put in perspective, you can get kicked in the balls a thousand times, uh, once a day, every day, for a thousand days. So, in the end, you get kicked in the balls a thousand times, let's say. But when you go to buds, the thousand and one time isn't going to make it suck any less than the times before. Like yeah. either way, it's going to suck. So it's kind of, it's, that's where it's kind of annoying where you listen to the media and they talk about, oh, like it's kind of sexist that you don't let women do it. You know, women could do it and whatnot. Like you only let men do it. And it's like, we don't let women do it because men can't even fucking do it. Like, yeah. It's not a sex thing. It's that no one can do it. The people that do make it through aren't real like they're not real <laughs> people like like i'm fucking crazy so like i think i can do it when i look at myself objectively even i'm like you know what i think in the end i can push through i think i can make it yeah and it's like if not me who else you know so i think i can do it so i'm gonna go do it um but not everyone thinks like that and i think even when they opened it up to uh females to go to buds i think it was a swick side um some some girl went through uh, and made it to like pre buds, not even buds. They made it to pre bud, pre buds, and dropped. And that was like the furthest a female had made it. And that's where they're kind of like, all right, let's close it down again. Yeah. Um, but females can go EOD, uh, diver, and air crew, but SWIC and SEAL is still cut off. Yeah. Like it's only male. Um, <clears throat> and one thing that's kind of cool about SWIC is only enlisted can do SWIC. There's no SWIC officers. Uh, there's only. SEAL is the only one where it's uh, officer and... Well, not the only one, because you do diver and EOD is also officer and enlisted. Yeah. But uh, air crew is the only one that's enlisted only because there's pilots. Right. But then SWIC is the one that's literally the only operators on that boat for the most part are SWIC. And if there is an officer, he's a SEAL. Yeah. I always thought it was funny. Like, this is like a... It was one of Matt Best's videos. When he was like describing each uh, special operations force. Oh, dude, it's so funny. And he's like, he's, he's like, like singing with the soap. He's like singing with the soap and the yeah. he's like, he's like, I was like, sweet, come pick that shit up. <laughs> yeah, I thought that shit was so fucking oh, dude, funny. It was so funny, you know. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I think, it's a stereotype. But yeah. when you're in, you definitely see where why it's a stereotype. Yeah. Where I they're mean, like, how to be a ranger, and he's just like picking up heavy shit, and he's like, ranger. <laughs> it's like a delta. It's like nobody's there, and he's yeah. like a dumbbell drops. Yeah, but one thing that's so seals is like stereotypically the hardest special forces, special warfare, whatever term you want to use that the U.S. military has on our side. But really, it's only because of the swim, like the swimming and the diving aspect of seals. If you go as far as just getting beat and like your land warfare, your land workouts, everything that has to do with land. You can go to special for like army special forces, army rangers, and seal. They're all the same fucking thing. Yeah. The only thing that makes seal different is your dive and your swim, which you can go special forces in the army and go to dive school and be on a dive team. But that's like a whole separate thing. Buds, yeah. it's all together. So that's the only reason why buds is really considered the hardest one. Yeah. I mean, shit. Do you? I mean, do you personally think that it's going to be the hardest thing that you're ever going to do? Buzz, absolutely. Yeah. It's the hardest thing anyone ever does. 
Um, for sure. I, cause everyone says like, you know, if you don't think about quitting at bugs, like you're lying, like it's definitely going to happen, but it's a matter of if you do or not. I think one thing for me and same with Watson, uh, he even brought this up in a story. I don't think he said it in the podcast, but I heard a story he was talking about earlier. Um, he was saying if there was a bell above his bed, he would have quit. Like there's no, like there was times where he'd wake up in the morning and was just like, oh my God, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get beat. I don't want to put my uniform on just to be told it looks like shit, even though it's immaculate. Yeah. Like they're just not going to allow you to pass. That's kind of the point of it all. But he was like, oh my God, like I would quit. But the fact that you have to go outside, like you have to put your uniform on anyways to go outside and go to the bell. That's where it's like, you put your uniform on, you walk outside and it's like, you go to the bell left or you go to your workout right. And it's like, you know what? And I'm like, the mindset you have to kind of have is like, you know what? I'm going to go to the workout. And if I make it through the workout, I'm going to go to the next thing. Yeah. If I make it through that, I'm going to go to the next thing. And that's where it's like, you've got to mentally look at is, uh, the term typically you hear is meal to meal. Like, all right, I'm going to go to breakfast. You go to breakfast, you get beat. You're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make it to lunch. You go to lunch. Okay. I'm going to make it to dinner. Okay. All of a sudden the entire day goes out. All right, well, I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to go to breakfast. And that's where you hear like meal to meal. You just got to think of it small increments. Cause if you sit there and you're like, like, okay, tomorrow we're going to do the obstacle course. And in the middle of doing this workout today, you're thinking of the obstacle course. Like, Oh, like I'm doing all this stuff right now. Uh, that obstacle course is going to suck tomorrow. That's where typically you have people drop out and they're like, I, they're just overthinking it. They're thinking way too far in the future. They're thinking this is going to be so impossible to do when really, if you just take it in small increments, you'll be surprised at the end of the day, how far you actually made it. Yeah. I mean, shit. I think that's pretty kind of hit the table a little bit or makeshift table. Um, (laughs) I mean, I think that's, that's a, that's a pretty good mindset actually. Like meal to meal. Fucking. Yeah. I mean, it was, I've heard even more than that where people are just like event to event. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude, like, that's how I, I mean, even it was so long ago, and, like, fucking, I look back on it, I think it's, like, pretty stupid now, that's how I kind of got through boot camp, it's just, like, yeah. it's, like, meal to meal, you know, it's, like, all right, yeah, I, I really camp, don't want to go it up. Boot camp meals are so weird, because, like, yeah. so, I went to the Citadel for a semester, and the Citadel was so hardcore, like, fourth class system, the can't say I, can't use any personal pronouns, there was, like, a month where I had to refer to myself as my cadet identification number. Where it's like, uh, sir, whoever, you know, like, cadet recruit 10588923, request permission to do whatever. And like, I still remember it because I, for a month, literally, at least three times a day, I had to refer to myself as that. And it's when you ask permission to join the formation. Everything you do, you have to ask permission for. So, like, you go, you, uh, I can't remember what hall it was called or the building, but you go upstairs to the chow hall because that's where I was in band company because I was on the drum line. You go up there, you have a, a, um, what was it called? It, basically, like your upperclassman that was in charge of the table. I can't remember what it was called though. But every day, like this is for every day, every meal, it was, uh, sir, whatever like their rank and name was. It was just like sir, uh, cadet, recruit one zero five eight eight nine two three. Request permission to join your mess, sir. And to join your mess, it's pretty much just like you just put your shit underneath the chair, and you're like. Sir, could I recruit one zero five eight eight nine two three? Request permission to sit, sir. Sit, sir. Could I recruit one zero five eight eight nine two three? Request permission to prepare his plate, sir. You know, like you do that, 
And then like, if you want condiments, you have to ask permission to get that. And then you ask permission to eat and then you eat as fast as you can. Cause while you're eating, they're like asking you questions like who was the first commandant? Uh, what's your cadet creed? What's your Citadel alma mater and all this stuff. And like, if you're eating, like you gotta like stop, like put your fork down, finish whatever you're eating and then say it and then go back to eating. So typically you eat as fast as you can and then you ask permission to leave. So like going to boot camp, I'm thinking like, okay, well, at least I'm prepared for it, you know? And then yeah. you go to boot camp and it's like, all right, look at your training binder. So you get your food, you get your food, you sit down, they're like, all right, eat. And you're like, no, not having to use personal pronouns. Like some kids said I, and I was like, oh, here we go. RDC is going to fucking destroy them. And they're just like, never even acknowledged it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so like boot camp was a joke compared yeah. to Citadel. But yeah, yeah dude, I mean, those looking, meals were amazing. Yeah. I mean, but like what I was going to say, I mean, yeah, boot camp was a fucking <clears> joke. <throat> But, like, that's how I kind of got through it, just, like, meal to meal. It's like, I woke up, I'm like, all right, yeah, breakfast definitely. first. And then we got our ass so slow lunch. pace, though. It is. Like, you really don't get into the in-depth, like, actual boot camp stuff until, like, week three. Yeah. Like, the first two weeks, you're just, like, doing PT, uh, death by PowerPoint. And, yeah. Like, yeah. That's really it. Fuck that shit, dude. I mean, I don't know. And, I mean, boot camp, like, I mean, boot camp, I guess, differs from everybody i didn't deal with a lot of assholes in boot camp so like oh dude my chief was a pain in the ass all right explain oh so funny thing actually i don't know if you know i think i told you this but i don't know if you remember Truett and i we had the same chief rdc oh shit really yeah Fuck we it. both had uh chief atkinson he was an ao and dude he had the higher standards all the time so i had him i had a uh air crewman as my first class and a FMF corpsman as my second class. And she was fucking intimidating. She had like a glass eye because she had like half her face blown off. Jeez. But you would never know. She had like facial reconstructive yeah. surgery and everything. And you'd never really know. She ended up telling us this and we were like, that would make sense because I can never tell when you're looking at me, you know? <laughs> and the first class, he was just kind of like this old grouchy fuck. Like he was like 19 years into the Navy and he was just kind of like, hey! And uh, Chief Atkinson, dude, he... He had the highest standards, like the, uh, the drill sequence you do like week seven, like the week before you graduate, you go and you get graded to do the drill march and everything at, um, like there's like the two drill halls. Yeah. Like there's one where you graduate and then there's one where it's exactly the same, but you don't graduate in that one. It's like the practice drill hall. It's like the practice drill hall. We go there. We got a 99%. We got the highest out of all the divisions that you compete against for the battle E flag. And we had the highest one, 99%. And he was like, yeah, this would be really good for other RDCs, but it's not 100%. So drop. And we're just like, motherfucker, <laughs> Like he brings out the orange card and we're just like, here we go. <laughs> dude, it's so funny. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, he was notorious for that. Fuck all right, that. chief. You're like, all right, chief. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. I still remember, like... I don't think, like, I think we, like, we didn't even come close to, like, getting a good score on our fucking uh, march. Oh, we got the battle. Dude, we had every flag. Nah, dude. We... And he still was, like, not good enough. Nah, we we didn't even get all that flag. I think we had, like, the fucking... What was it? I think we had, like, the Scholastic flag and, like, a few other ones. But, like, the Scholastic flag was, like, the big We got the Scholastic. We got the... There was one for, like, your uniform inspection or something. Yeah. 
uh, PT. We got that. Yeah. Like we got, we literally got every flight you could get, and he was still like, he would act like, "Oh, it's not good enough." Yeah. But and then it wasn't until after battle stations that he was like, "You guys were one of the best divisions I ever had," and like. He kind of, like, thanked us, you know, because we were supposed to be, like, his last division that he pushed until he went, um, like, he wasn't going to actually, he was still on RDC, but he wasn't pushing divisions anymore. He was, like, the fucking people. Yeah, who like, we, so we were shit. the one that he got, because you know where they'd get the RDC coin or whatever that they wore in their uniform, and then they would get the golden wreath Yeah, they pushed so many, um, like, recruits or whatever. We were the division that he would get that golden wreath for. So, like, we had to do a good job, you know? So, yeah. he thanked us for that at the very end. And we were kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like, I never saw him again. I've never seen any of my RDCs since being in the fleet. <clears throat> Fucking my my second RDC is actually stationed at Norfolk now. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I'm friends with him on Facebook. And, like, uh, I always see, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm friends with... I'm friends Bro. with one of my RDCs on Facebook. But yeah, I, we do I, the same thing. I always... I always see, like, he always, like, does, like, little updates and shit. He's like, oh, like, Alec, can't say names. Anyways, he's like, oh, so-and-so is here. And it's just, like, Norfolk. And I'm like, yo, fucking, he's here? What the fuck? You know, like, all this other shit. But I remember, I think we were, we were one of his last divisions and, like, battle stations. Like, we, like, look over and we're just like, yo, is he crying? And our fucking second RDC was crying. And we're just like. Looking up, like, yo, he's fucking crying. What the fuck? You know, all this other shit. And we were just like, <laughs> so proud, so fucking proud. You know, all this other shit. So, I mean, he never vocally said it, like, thank you. Yeah. But we knew, like, deep down, he was just like, man. Yeah. Dude, I used to mess with my RDC so much. Like, so I was the, um, the athletic petty officer, which going into it, they were, like, trying to designate, like, who they want to be RPOC and AROC. And because, like, I went to a military academy in high school, I went to the Citadel. And typically, I'm the guy that, like, I wanted to step up and be the highest position I could because I feel like that I can do it. But for some reason in boot camp, I was like, I don't want to do that. I was like, I just want to kind of fly under the radar for this one and just make it through. And then I'll do that shit when I join the fleet, you know? Yeah. So I was like, "Eh, I'll do A-Rock. I was like, well, not A-Rock. I'll do the athletic petty officer at the most. And my first class already sees walking around, like, just randomly pointing out people and, like, you're this, you're this. And he points at me, he's like, you're athletic petty officer. And I was like, I'm okay with that. Like, that's what I wanted anyways, you know? <laughs> so I do that. And, like, I did a pretty good job, you know? They didn't have to train me with everything. I already knew what to do. So that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. And, but I would, like, have fun with it. So we would do the stretches, and you're just like, arm across the chest stretch. And they're like, arm across the chest stretch. You're like, one, one, two, two, three, three. And you get to switch. And I'd be like, switch. And as they were saying switch, I would go, switch, switch, switch. (laughs) (laughs) My chief would be like, who the fuck is doing that? And everyone would look at each other like, it's not us. And then I would look out like, yeah, who's doing that? And like, no one would fess up. Oh, my God. But at the same time, he never punished us for it. So that's why I kept doing it. So like, eventually, he was just like, who the fuck? And then eventually, he caught on that I was the one doing it. And he was like, you little fucker. (laughs) And I was like, oh, he caught me. And he was just like, I'll take care of you later. And he never did. So I guess he didn't care that much. But he was just like, oh, I'll fucking deal with this. I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do it. (laughs) And, uh, yes, yeah, boot camp, it was more funny than anything. Like, looking back. Yeah. If I would have had been a civilian, like never dealing anything with high, like military, yeah, boot camp would have been difficult. But yeah, given like my background with like the military schools and whatnot, yeah, it, it was a joke. I mean, fucking, 
I, I mean, my dad, my dad's a retired police officer, so I kind of had mm-hmm. that like <clears throat> mind, mentality, mentality, mindset. like understanding like, yeah, like how people are. Yeah. I mean, my dad would like come home from work and be like, yeah, I'm like dealing with all this bullshit, but I have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, like there's like a certain level of, uh, yeah, my dad was yeah. a cop. As yeah. Well, so know, I kind of, I get what Yeah. You it's mean. like, there's like a certain level of like fucking professional yeah professionalism like, that you have to like yeah like uh, my dad like get to you know he wouldn't he wouldn't like force his like ideology as a cop onto me but there was little shit where like he would never let me grow my hair out yeah my hair like i could have my hair long but he would like when you see kids like with their hair to their shoulders he was like yeah you're not doing that i mean like my hair never got down to my shoulders but i used to have hair that was like <clears throat> below my ears yeah, I had you like know, I had, had like the Bieber bowl, you know, yeah. before that turned gay. Yeah, like but, I had that. I mean, not yeah. the fucking Bieber bowl, obviously, because I'm not a fucking. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, like long like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like, do that exact hair. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I had like mean. that kind of that kind of length hair. Um, I mean, he was cool with it, but yeah, he would never let it like get down to my shoulders. Um, you know, he would. He always had this like level of a uh, like his like standards. I always had mm-hmm. to meet. You know, and if I didn't meet them, it's like I'd get fucking punished for it. But yeah, you know, but like going into boot camp with like that mentality, I was like, yeah, this is like easy. Yeah, but that helps you a lot, though. Like looking back, like when you explain it, it sounds harsh, but it's such an important life lesson. But I feel like especially today, parents don't teach. And you could definitely tell when you see kids today where they take everything for granted. Dude, kids are like fucking assholes. I have the new iPhone. I'm like. Man, I'm yeah, like oh, I, I'm gonna text my buddy to see if we can hang out, and I'm like, oh, that must be nice. Like, yeah, when I was like, they don't realize man. when I was your age. Like, yeah, oh, like oh, how did you hang out with your friends? Like, I went to their house and knocked on their door. Yeah, like, hey, can Billy play? And they're like, no, he's grounded. And then I had to fucking walk all the way back to my house. Like, yeah, that's how you had to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucking fuck the uh, kids these days, and like especially their fucking parents. Like they're fucking assholes, dude. <clears throat> and I mean, I've never had yeah. to. I've never. People are so rude. I've I don't never know if had. I don't know if it's like this area or if it's just in general. Cause like, and like, like you said, today is Thanksgiving and yesterday we went, um, like, you know, last second, like shopping. Yeah. Like, la- like little last shit shopping and people are just rude as hell. Yeah. Like when people get in your way or whatever, you stop and like typically you make eye contact and say, Oh, excuse me. Or even like just passing people. You look, you nod, you smile or whatever. People just like will blatantly cut you off and just, like, you're not even there. And you're like, bitch, I will fucking <laughs> run you over. And then you see, like, we went to uh, Wegmans. Okay. And um, there was, like, these two chicks, perfectly bodied, like, perfectly fine to be able to walk. And they're using the handicap stroller. And you're like, dude, what the hell? And they're just, like, oblivious, don't even care. Being yeah. rude as hell. And you're just like, god damn, like, I hate people now. Yeah. I mean, fucking people these days are just fucking assholes, dude. Like, I don't fucking know how like anybody really deals with I mean, I, I mean I don't really have this kind of fucking like uh, like those experiences because I never fucking leave base you know I just like stay there and I, like I don't like really socialize with anybody because I don't have to but I mean you're out in like the city you know you're out in town mm-hmm. and you're saying like oh like these fucking people cut me off at the fucking grocery store. Yeah. Like, how are you? Yeah. It's almost like that's yeah. where it gets lost, where it's like, if you don't socialize with people, you're considered socially awkward. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, it's like, no, like I don't socialize with people, but I know how to socialize yeah. with people. 
Yeah. But it's like no one gets that anymore. Now yeah. it's like, oh, you don't talk to people? Oh, you must be socially awkward. You yeah. must be weird. It's like, no, dude, like I know how to socialize with people. I just don't want to because you're all worthless. Yeah. Like what's the, what's like the, what's like the most asshole thing that like somebody like you don't know just like out in fucking town has done to you? Um, I think I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's any been anything like, obviously there's nothing that's happened to me to where like I immediately jumped to it. Right. Um, but like something that like made you think it's just like little shit all the yeah. time. You know, I would just say driving, honestly, driving's the worst. Yeah. Especially I mean, here. Like Virginia yeah. beach is the third worst driving city in America. Yeah. And I think, I think Richmond's like number two. Oh shit. Um, number two or number one. And then like Portland was number two or number one. Like it was one or the other. Yeah. But I know it's Richmond and then like Portland. Yeah. Or like somewhere over there. Yeah. I mean, fucking, <clears throat> I've dealt with my fair share of people on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking, I've said a few things that I won't. Oh, everyone's racist when they drive. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you see an Impala with 20s, who's in there? Exactly. Oh it's God. a black dude. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to answer that question, but okay. No, like. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people like don't live up to stereotypes. It's like stereotypes are there because they're true. I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong because you're not, but still, <laughs> this is a, this is a Christian podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> what the fuck are we even talking about? I feel like we got really sidetracked on that one. <laughs> I know. Fucking, I don't oh, I fucking remember, dude. The alcohol, the alcohol, dude. It's the, the alcohol. The, it's the alcohol, fuck. That Johnny um, Walker. Yeah, that Johnny Walker. You know, you know what? I mean, since since we got the Johnny Walker, and since he's not here, true it, true it, <laughs> Ben, Ben. What do you think about Ben? He he's better. I'll give him that. He's a lot better, dude. When he first checked into the command, he was so arrogant and cocky. But I think he's aware of that now. Like, yeah, because I mean, enough people called him out on it. I think he's definitely aware of it now, and he's definitely better now. But too, he still does the dumbest shit. Like sometimes, <laughs> yeah. like he definitely is one of those like didn't take the advice of uh, like only say what your pay grade can handle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, like if I'm an E4, obviously I can't pull off saying something to an O6. Yeah, that like an O5 could say to an O6. Yeah. But like he just does not get that rule. Yeah, so he still says shit, and then everyone's like, "Oh fuck, I don't think like, you can't say that. That's yeah. illegal." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, uh, I mean, I mean it hasn't dude. really bitten him in the ass yet, so I guess it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude, how many, how many fucking tickets does he have? Oh, dude, he's the worst driver ever. <laughs> dude, like, it's funny because you were just talking about fucking fucking people and driving. True, it, good old Ben is. I don't know how like, his driver's license isn't revoked. Me neither. Like, er, like there was one point where like every week he'd be like, "Yeah, dude, I got a speeding ticket," and they're like, "Damn, dude," and then like the next week. Yeah, I got another speeding ticket. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh cool. guess you didn't learn your lesson, you know? And then, like, next week, yeah, I, yeah, I crashed my car. Yeah. Or, like, my hood slapped up into my windshield. Dude, that... Oh. And I was speeding. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. This my man God. has so many speeding and, like, reckless driving tickets. Dude, like, there's like, at least four. There's yeah. four off the top of my head that I can definitely tell you, like, he got a ticket at some point. Yeah. And that's, like, to be light about it. And that's like, it's like, I don't know how your license isn't suspended, man. There's this, there's this one... Um, he was, he drove up to New York for fleet week. Yeah. And he got like, it wasn't even his car. Like somebody else was driving 
and they were like they were speeding and everything was fine mm-hmm. but then ben takes over and starts driving and immediately gets pulled over by a cop and gets yeah. a fucking ticket there was only so him but he wasn't part of the detachment that was going up there so he that was. didn't really count but yeah. there was one guy that did get pulled over that was like part of the detachment had a rental vehicle for the detachment that got pulled over. Jesus Christ. And it wasn't even for speeding. It was because he ran a fucking stop sign. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know. He yeah. got pulled over. He got off, though. Like, the guy didn't give him anything. He was just like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to Fleet Week. I'm in the Navy. This is a rental. I didn't see the stop sign. The cop was like, all right, just be careful, you know. I'm surprised I didn't get pulled over because I was definitely speeding. <laughs> I was speeding aware of it, too. Like, Jesus Christ. It wasn't like, oh, I lost track. Like, I was like, what's the speed limit? 60? 80 should be fine. Yeah, like <laughs> that's how I fucking. I mean, we. I know I don't condone. Speeding. Well, because it was like the back way, so yeah. that's where I was kind of like, ah, I can get away with this. Yeah, I mean, I don't condone speeding or driving recklessly, <clears throat> but if you can get away with it, yeah. If you're on a back road, that's yeah. my fucking dog. It's the good old puppies, the puppers. Oh my god, I hate that dog. <clears throat> She's so obnoxious. Yeah. She's autistic. Not literally, but... Like, she just acts autistic? Yes. I mean... Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, there's nothing wrong with a little autism. (laughs) I think everybody in the military is a little autistic. You know? If not joining, definitely leaving. Yeah. For sure. I mean, there's like... Everything's cancerous. There's like this one meme that I saw. It was like a Forrest Gump meme. Where it's like this man had an IQ of 99 and decided not to re-enlist. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, says, that's, that says a lot yeah. about the people. That says a lot about the people who re-enlist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. Fucking. I don't know. I I would probably re-enlist. I did. Just. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like two weeks ago, I re-enlisted. It was kind of cool. Um, yeah, like a little ceremony. Well, because I did it in flight. So oh, it was, it was kind of okay. weird, though. Because like, so... Um, chief, because she just made chief, um, but she was, she's a Navy career counselor or whatever. Hmm. She, uh, she was like, yeah, so like, are you re-enlisting? You're getting out? I was like, yeah, I'm re-enlisting. Like, you know, I plan on staying in so they kick me out, you know, like I want to do career. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, like I'm re-enlisting. Uh, and, uh, I was going to have, uh, our divo. At the time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have our divo do it. Like, I don't have, like, a specific... Way you want to um, do it? Yeah, well, I didn't have, like, a specific officer that I wanted. Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? What the fuck is going on downstairs? <laughs> yeah, but, so I didn't have a specific officer I really want to pick. I was just going to, like, yeah, I'll just have the divo do it. And yeah. then she was like, oh, well, I think he's gone. I think he's in Bahrain. And I was like, I don't think so. And she was like, yeah, like, he's in Bahrain. And then this like a new lieutenant walked by and she was like hey like lieutenant uh is he still here you know like can is he here and he was like no he's in bahrain i was like oh shit he's like yeah so who do you want to re-enlist and he's still there and i'm like have you ever re-enlisted someone he was like no and i was like you want to and he was like sure why not <laughs> and then like he immediately took over and she was just kind of like all right so where do you want to re-enlist and he was like he wants to do it in flight and i was like I guess I want to do it in flight. He was like, yeah, dude, trust me. It's cool. Like, you'll like it. And I was like, all right, cool. So the day comes, obviously, and dude, it was such a nightmare trying to get the bird up, too, because, like, we are going to take off, and, like, there was some, like, little A-by shit yeah. that was going on with it, but that was no problem. We take off, and the ECS ducting, like, in the middle of the cabin, falls. 
in the middle of flight, it like hit the air crewman in the head and I can hear them on ICS cause I'm hooked up obviously to reenlist yeah. and I can hear them and they're dude, like air crewmen can be such pussies sometimes. Like they're like, yeah, dude, this issue abduction just fell and hit me right in the head. This is ridiculous. I could have been concussed. And you're just kind of like, what? Oh my fucking like, God. They're just like, yeah, man, this thing's just falling apart. And like, it's me and another guy. Yeah. And cause we're both reenlisting and he's a mech and I'm an AE obviously. And, uh, he, like we're both sitting there like kind of chuckling, but at the same time, they like never thought to ask us the maintainers like, Hey, can you guys fix us? They're like, Oh, we're going to go back. Oh, so we go back. God. They call the airframers out. They put it back up and they're like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like it just wasn't tight. It fell. Yeah. Shit happens, you know? Yeah. So we finally go out. We go over Yorktown. It okay. was like a monument where the very first settlement in America was. And we were flying over that and we reenlisted. So like that was kind of cool. But typically, if you don't know this, um, you get sworn out of the Navy first. Yeah. It's not just kind of like a, Hey, you're in four years and then you're in four more. Like they kick you out. Yeah. Technically like documented wise and whatnot, paperwork wise, they kick you out. So they kind of add that into the ceremony where they're like, uh, all hear ye that he served honorably four years, whatever. And then they're like, all right. So like technically you're out of the Navy right now. You got any words of wisdom? And, uh, the other guy like does his thing whatnot. They swear him back in. They come to me. They do the same thing. And they're like, all right, do you have any words of wisdom? And I'm like, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> and do the air crewmen just start laughing. And then the pilot's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> and it was Doc. It was HM1. He oh. just starts laughing and he fist bumps me. He's like, that's awesome. <laughs> and then the officer's just like, all right, well, let's swear you back in, I guess. <laughs> and they swear me in. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's go back. Like. I'm tired of flying. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I still remember the first time I went up in one of our helos, and I was not prepared. They were like, yeah, you're going to want to wear, like, warm clothing, because it's going to be really cold up there. And I was just like, no, it's fine. Oh, yeah, it's cold. It's fucking freezing up there. Wow. <laughs> it is cold up in the helos, dude. Fucking. Fuck that. No, so. Yeah. My very first flight, it was Comp 2X 2016. And it was like, it was like December, okay. but we're out on the water. When we left, it was like, it wasn't super cold. It was like getting chilly, but it wasn't super cold. Like it was still like, like you would wear a fleece, but that was about it. Yeah. And even then you could pull off not wearing a fleece, but we go out and it's like 75 degrees out on the water, 75 to 80 degrees. So you're like, all right, cool. They tell me I'm on the flight list. I'm like, all right, cool. I put on my in-dubs. Um, and I don't even think to dress warm cause it's like, Oh, it's like 75 degrees here. Must be warm back there too. You know? Yeah. We start flying and dude, it's getting cold. It's getting real fucking cold. <laughs> like I'm starting to shake. My hands are turning like purple. Everyone in there is cold. And like, Fuck. uh, there was a chief in there. There was a chief sitting on the end and there was a guy in the middle and like, he was like some airman or whatever and he was shaking and then he just like stopped shaking and then chief was just like, yo, we got to hurry up. This kid's not going to make it. Like, <laughs> it was like, yo, this is like real now. Fuck, dude. And we're getting there and we land and it's warmer on the ground than it is up top. So we land and we're like, all right, cool. It's like actually kind of warm now. So we go inside and we're like defrosting and everything. We're like, all right, let's warm up and then we got to go out there and get our shit. And... It feels like comfortable on the ground. So we warm up inside and we come back out. It was like 30 degrees. We were so cold that 30 degrees felt warm to us. Jesus. And we were like, oh my God, that's Fuck, crazy. Dude. 
And yeah, it was ridiculous. That fucking... And that was my very first flight experience. And I was like, that was awful. <laughs> and like all the people I worked with in there was like, that was definitely the worst flight I've ever had in my life. And it sucks that that was your first one. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, fucking, where did we fly? We flew like over Newport News, uh, went down to like Portsmouth and like landed at the hospital and shit over there. That was really cool. We had like, we were like kicking up rocks and shit. Yeah. And I could like see out the window because I was like sitting in one of the gunner seats. Like these like little tiny rocks were just like pelting this fucking car. That was like parked off the side of the road. It was just like, I could like see it. Like the little marks that they were making. Just messing it up. Just messing the whole fucking car up. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We should probably leave right now. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah. I mean, my my first flight experience wasn't anything like that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't fucking freezing. But I was definitely cold. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I would if I would do it again. No. So, so the coolest flight I had was, so right after fleet week, I was on the flyback crew for that as well. And I flew back from New York back here. So we followed the coastline the entire day, but the day we flew back was Memorial day. Oh, okay. So everyone's on the beach, you know, like partying up American flag and everything. So we're following up the coast and dude, it was so cool. Like seeing everyone down there, just like waving at the bird and everything you're just like oh this is fucking american right here america fuck yeah yeah. but it was also kind of sketchy because people were flying kites and like the entire time we were trying to avoid hitting kites (laughs) like i was hooked up ics because i had my avi cranial on and yeah i was just listening to him and then like you would just randomly hear a pilot every now and then like oh shit a kite (laughs) just like what (laughs) you're just like oh that's sketchy jesus christ dude i don't know oh fuck Fuck that, dude. I actually thought about uh, becoming a pilot because I think it'd be pretty fucking cool. But like, I never thought about being a pilot. after doing like sim flights. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, dude. That shit's hard. Yeah, I did sim flight and it's flying is not too hard. Landing was kind of sketchy. I didn't do horrible, but even then, like, I, I don't know. know. I don't care to fly. Nah, it's just it's not my calling. Yeah, because gonna- I got a I have a great uncle. He was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. Oh, okay. And he was, like, in a bad part of Vietnam, too. Like, shot down behind enemy lines. His call sign was, like, maggot-ass because every time he came back, his helicopter was just shot to shit. <laughs> like, he's a hell of a pilot, especially, like, Vietnam-era pilot. Yeah. And, like, he would tell me these stories, and I'm like, eh, still, nope. No, I don't care. I'm like, good. No, I'd rather you. jump out of it than fly it, you know? Yeah, man. Navy SEALs. Hell yeah, dude. Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, I mean... Speaking of Navy SEALs, there's been a lot of uh, talk <clears throat> in like the news recently. Well, that's one way to put it. I mean, that's one way to put it. You know, there's just there's just been a lot of talk. Yeah. You know, the whole Chief Gallagher case, um, mm-hmm. and like the whole like political bullshit behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, like what like what do you like what's your take on that? Um, I mean, I can't talk from like a team perspective. I don't really know what all those guys think collectively but like what do you just like what but, do you think, yeah but yeah. just me looking at it i just think i think it's kind of ridiculous that he was charged to begin with because yeah. regardless of how it played out it's like the way i look at it especially because like this is what i want to do you're training these guys yeah to be ruthless fighting kill like it's in our oath i will fight against all enemies foreign and domestic and I'll show no mercy, you know? Yeah. 
And it's like, that's what he does. You know, he goes over there, he does his job. He does exactly what you trained him to be. You train, like, he's going to go to hell so you can go to heaven, in a sense. Yeah. Basically. Like, he's a monster. Like, that's how we all are, in a sense. Like, that's what, like, you, you want to hear the non-pandered, non, like, PC version of it? You, mili- like, military, like, we're the fucking war fighters. you know? We're the guys that go over there and do the dirty stuff so you can stay clean here back at home. And God forbid he goes over there and does that. And now what? We're going to burn him for it? Now all of a sudden it's, oh, well, you know, what you did was wrong. Dude, you know how many guys probably actually did that shit? They just didn't get caught. Yeah. They only, like the only issue I see here is the fact that he got caught. That's the only difference. Yeah. And I guarantee you that Corman didn't kill him. I guarantee you. I bet that guy killed him. But because the corpsman was like, oh, well, I have immunity. Okay, I did it. He's just looking out for his fucking fellow member because apparently no one else is. Yeah. The rest of the higher ups are trying to burn him. Yeah. Everyone else that cares about it is trying to burn him. And that's where I really appreciate Trump coming in and is like, nope, he did exactly what he's trained to do. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Yeah. And then with this whole thing about them trying to take his trident, it was just like, man, really? Like, you guys are that petty? Like, it's like Big Navy just can't take the L. You know? Yeah. They're like, oh, no, he's going to get punished somehow. And it's like, no, he's innocent. Yeah. You don't punish an innocent man still. Like, yeah. we were saying this earlier. Like, that's like me going to Walmart, buying something, because that's what you do when you go to Walmart. You go and buy something. And then as I'm leaving, they're accusing me of stealing. I get arrested. I get processed. I go to court. I get proved of being innocent. But then Walmart still bans me for life. Yeah. Even though I was found innocent. I didn't steal shit. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of like the direction it's like they're going. And it's like, that's so ridiculous. You know, yeah. he's innocent. Yeah. Whether he did it or not, in a court of law, he was found innocent. So why is he still being punished? Exactly. I mean, <clears throat> fuck, dude. That's. But then again, like, we kind of have a warped view because he's a service member. We're mm-hmm. service members. And even if we don't like each other, there's always going to be at least a little bit of respect for each other because yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah. I mean,. We both like true. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but it, it's like true. It you know, like true. It's a fucking shit bag sometimes. But whether we like him or dislike him, we're gonna respect him. You know, yeah. we both have respect for him because he does. In the end, he does the same thing that we do. Yeah. So even though we might be the first ones to talk shit about him, we'll also be the first ones to back him up. Yeah. And that's kind of how it goes in the end, especially yeah. in the military. Yeah. Shout out to Ben. <laughs> Even though we talk shit about them constantly. I mean, they talk shit about us, too. That's I mean, all right. It's yeah, the circle right. of life. The circle of life. Little tangent, because I just thought of something when I said that. Do you have Disney Plus? I do have Disney Plus. Oh, only yeah. for The Mandalorian. Yeah. What do you What do you think of the Disney Plus? Slash The um, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like. Do you think it's a? Do you think it's a step in the right direction? Yes and no. Okay. But it's so weird because like, I get what Disney did it obviously because that's like kind of the trend with Netflix and Hulu and uh, Prime now or like Prime mm-hmm. Video and yeah. even like HBO Go and now it's like every TV network is making their own app. So it's like I kind of get it. And, but that's where it's also weird because, like, you look at Disney and you're like, man, Disney owns fucking everything. Yeah. Not really. They just own the big name shit. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars. Obviously, they make Disney movies. But when you look at it on a perspective of how they make Disney Plus, it's like, how many movies do they really have? 
Yeah. Not a whole lot. Like, yeah. Like, oh, they own Marvel. Yeah, but there's only like 16 fucking Marvel movies. You can only watch 16 movies so many times, it's you like, know? Oh. It's not like they have thousands and thousands yeah. of movies and like all of these TV series. And like they do have that in a sense, but it's like really old shit. Dude. Yeah. I mean, they're like, yeah, we have Pocahontas. It's like, yeah, dude, that shit came out in like the 90s. Like, <laughs> Like, yeah. cool, man. Like, glad I can watch it, but I can yeah. probably watch it on anything else as well. Yeah. I mean, like, the same thing with, like, Star Wars. It's like, oh, like, we have Star Wars. But but, I, but then again, I know. think they are doing the right thing yeah. where they're making their own series, like The Mandalorian. Because yeah. that, like, The Mandalorian is the only reason I got Disney+. Yeah. So, at least they kind of get that, and they're making yeah. their own series now. Yeah. The only reason why I got Disney+, Plus was because I have that fucking Verizon Unlimited shit. So, I have, like, yeah. the full year, which is great, and... You know, I mean, of course, The Mandalorian, fucking Clone Wars, Rebels. Yeah. I'm starting to rewatch all that shit. Um, I mean, you've obviously seen... I mean, we're talking about... So you've obviously seen The Mandalorian. We're gonna, I want to talk a little bit about something just real quick. The third episode. It happened exactly the way I thought it would. I had so much fucking stress and anxiety watching the third episode. Cause I like, really didn't because it was so... I was like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> the third episode honestly happened exactly the way I thought it was going to happen. Like, the way they led it up and everything, There was I was just kind of like, yeah, he's going to end up taking it there and leaving it. Yeah. And he's going to go back for it. I was yeah. like, that's that's going to happen. But this next episode, now I'm kind of like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Where do you go from here? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, fuck, dude. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get off on that Disney Plus shit real quick. Um, but anyways. Uh, fuck, dude. I mean, with, with the whole like political shit going on in the world right now like i mean they're trying to they're trying the cluster to fuck the clusterfuck they're trying to impeach trump they're yeah, based off nothing based literally based off of nothing they're trying to do all this different shit you know i'm still surprised like colin kaepernick is still on the fucking news you know yeah only because he's i'm gonna do this workout I've been working out for three years. I've been denied for three years. Yeah, yeah exactly. dude. It's because you suck. It's not because you took a knee, man. Like, yeah. look at your stats. You're one of the worst fucking quarterbacks yeah, ever. Exactly. I mean, like, you're like, really not as good as you think. I mean, like, even, like, speaking of taking a knee, you know, if you don't want to stand for the flag, you can be buried underneath it. I mean, that's essentially what we do in the military. I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, we stand for the flag and we're buried underneath it, you know? Yeah. But, like... I think, so, the thing with Colin Kaepernick is, he has a point. He does have a point. But the way he's going about it just isn't the right way. Yeah. You're not proving your message clearly and concisely and, I don't want to say not correctly, but you're just not doing it clearly. Because when you look at the National Anthem, the National Anthem originally was a poem. Yeah. It was a poem about a war in the a revolutionary war where this fort was being bombarded by the British. There's like there was a flag, like they could see a flag and they basically were like you're going to keep firing cannonballs at this fort until that flag falls. They kept shooting, kept shooting, kept shooting. Just like the national anthem says, but the flag was still there. Yeah. Kept shooting, kept shooting. Flag was still there. Eventually they got to the point where there was no one shooting anything back, you know? And at the end of the day, out of everything that happened at the end of it all, um, you go inside. Why was the flag still standing? You think like, okay, there's no way yeah. you go inside. The only reason the flag was still standing was because there was, I was just a bunch 
I don't want to say hundreds because I might be exaggerating, but there's just a bunch of soldiers dead at the bottom of the flag, all holding the flag. Like basically their pile of dead bodies was what was holding the flag up straight still because they refused to let that flag fall. Yeah. So now you're taking a knee during the national anthem, which that's about, which is why you get into the whole like, oh, it's disrespectful to the military. <sighs> the story. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where, but the thing about the politics that I hate with all of this is it's like, oh, like you're disrespecting the military and blah, blah, blah. But they don't get like, look, I fight for America for your freedom so you can stand or kneel. I don't really care if you stand or kneel. Yeah. When you kneel, it's a little bit like looking at it, it's like, yeah, it's a little disrespectful. And because like, this is what the national anthem's about. Yeah. And like what you're arguing doesn't exactly tie into the national anthem. Oh, we want freedom for everyone. We want racial equality because there's inequality. There's still racism or whatever. And it's like, okay, one, there's not really. The only reason there is is because you keep talking about it. But two, doing it during a national anthem like that, like, you're not really getting your point across. It's, yeah. It's not the same, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, he's got a point in some circumstances. I just think the way he's doing it, isn't the right yeah. way of going about it. I mean, there's a right way to do things and there's obviously there's our wrong way. But then at the things, same yeah. time, if he didn't do it that way, how else would he do it? You know, how yeah. else would he make such a dramatic effect? Yeah. So that's where it's kind of like, I get why you did it. Just know that like, this is the backlash and this is the stuff that's going to be said in argument. So you better have a damn good reason at that yeah. point, you know? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know, dude, fucking, I don't really care about Colin Kaepernick. I've never, no. you know, I don't honestly at this play, point in life, you know? I, like in time in life, he's just like the, oh, I'm going to go work out. I've been working for three years. I've been denied for three years. Like, dude, at this point it's because you suck. Like, yeah, it's not even because of the drama that you yeah. cause. It's because you're not a good quarterback. Yeah. Look at your stats, bro. There's some stats where you're 34th. There's only 32 teams, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> that means like all the quarterbacks are better than you. And then a backup is better than you. Yeah. Rest in peace, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. All right. Well, we're kind of running out of time. We got like eight minutes left. Yeah, about eight minutes left. Plus, it's almost time to eat. So, I'm going to leave this this last eight minutes for you to speak your mind and give uh, give all give all twelve <laughs> listeners. Because <laughs> all, no, all twelve, of all them. twelve of you, because nobody listens to this shit. Um, uh, I need questions. I need bulletins. Give bulletins. Me All right. This is this is gonna be shoot topic. Shut up. <laughs> Let me fucking think. Deployment stories, bro. Let's talk. About oh, all right. Eight stories. minutes. Eight minutes. Deployment stories. Um, I've I've never been on deployment. You have. What's the fucking? Oh cra- yeah. Damn. I forgot about that. You haven't been on deployment. What's the craziest fucking thing you've ever seen on deployment? Um. I mean, so I've seen some crazy shit, but I guess funny shit that you're just kind of like, what in the fuck? So it was, uh, it was really, it was another guy that I was with. Um, we go up and everything and he's kind of new to the flight deck. It was his first time up there. Actually, it was his first time on the flight deck and we go up and we're kind of just kind of like, I'm kind of showing him around, but at the same time we got shit to do and we walk. Uh, there's elevator one on the right, and then there's elevator two. There's the island, which is like the little building on the flight deck, and then there's elevator three behind it. Um, and then elevator four is on the other side. But then yeah. on L2, 
there was a strip of shit. <laughs> like a human feces shit, like a phantom shitter went up there and shat on the elevator too. And we're like, how did anyone even get away with this? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude? Yeah. We're like, how, like not only did like none of the cameras catch this, apparently like no one got caught. There's a window in flight that control in the Island that looks out towards the elevators. And you're like, how did like, who got away with this? And there's just a strip of shit. And you're like, what Jesus the fuck? And yeah, there's just crazy stuff like that. And then there's plenty of stories of just like people busting their ass. Yeah. Like falling. Fucking um, getting fucked up in the in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Like people fighting in there and shit. I mean, yeah. you, you have to do something when you're out there for yeah. so long. I mean, Dude, even... We had to... Uh, like the chick... You know what I'm talking about? Where your collarbone? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking, she was like, oh, yeah, I broke my collarbone. Uh, I fell on the flight deck, and I broke my collarbone. And everyone's like, oh, okay. But then, like, what really happened was we were all grab-assing in the line shack. <laughs> and uh, she was, like, she was pretty manly for a woman. Like, yeah. she wasn't, like, dykish. But she had those Like, hands. she wasn't, like, a lesbian dykish type of girl, but she was definitely a tomboy. Yeah. And she was wrestling with some dude, and they, like, slammed her or whatever, and that's how she actually broke her collarbone. And then we were like, well, we can't tell, obviously. Yeah. Because someone's going to get in trouble. So it was like, oh, I'll just say I fell on the flight deck. And that's where it was like, all right, cool. And then that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, she fell on the flight deck. It's like, fuck it, all right. She fell yeah. on the flight deck. I we mean, do yeah. so much sketchy shit. <sighs> yeah, dude. Fucking, I mean, I'm going to go, I'm going on deployment in February. So when I get back, there's definitely going to be some fucking stories about that kind of yeah. shit. But the traitor. Fuck you. It wasn't my decision. <laughs> I don't blame you. Even Whatever. if it was. Anyways, uh Yeah, we're kinda we're getting close to time, everybody. So uh I wanna thank you guys for listening. All twelve of you. <laughs> All twelve of you. <laughs> um you know, if if you guys have any anything that you're passionate about and you guys wanna talk about, you know, shoot us a fucking message on harsh imaginations on instagram or uh message my personal one at neptune's estate um uh you know just keep being you guys and you know happy thanksgiving keep it real keep it real do good things be great people and yeah happy thanksgiving hope you guys have a fantastic one until then this has been harsh imaginations mm-hmm.